when I'm not running to the chopper, I'm listening to Sean Geek Podcast on SeanMcKinsey.ca. Do it now! I'm all hooked up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Rough day in the office today. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I just turned you down here. I'm trying to adjust it. Yep. Rehook everything up since our last podcast. <laughs> okay. So, how was your day? Or should I ask? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to forget about it. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, it's, it's good. It's just it was really busy and just kind of a little chaotic. Right. A little bit crazy, but, but it's done. Yeah. That's yeah, good. that's good. Yeah. So do you get your? Uh, do you get your? Uh, we're not officially endorsed by, but Wonderlist. Wonderlist, yes. <laughs> S- supporting the Sean Geek podcast. Or I wish <laughs> supporting the Sean Geek podcast. Yeah, no kidding. Um, just a reminder to everyone: uh, KeyCon is coming up May fifteenth to the seventeenth um, at the Radisson Hotel at two eighty eight Portage Avenue. Uh, get your tickets now. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, so there's my plug. <laughs> there's your plug. There's uh, I, and we, we are going to be there, of course. Yes, we will be there. In our capacity. We will have t-shirts for sale. Sweet. And um, and we're, we're, we're scheduled for a two-hour thing. So hopefully they put the two hours. Well, I asked for a two-hour slot so we don't have to jump room to room. And we can, you know, be done. Right. And enjoy the rest of the con. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm quite excited for that. I think it's going to be fun. And uh, should be a lot of people this year. I I, I predict, like I, I said before, I predict there's going to be way more people this year. I think you're right. Yeah, because I, I think, think they had some. Well, what's your what's your reasoning behind? Is it gut or is it? I think you know what I think. This last year, there seemed to be a bigger push uh, for I guess the LGBT community, and yeah. and uh, and and there were some at the con last year. And if they did enjoy themselves, I'm sure that, you know, news is going to go around. And, uh, I mean, and, and we've been kind of, uh, our different uh, people from, from KeyCon have been active in, in different things going on. So I, that's my assumption, that we're going to have a bigger turnout this year, which will be great. It'll be great to, you know, have more people in, uh, in there, and more people to meet, more people to talk to, more events and things going on. And it, it should, be a, should be a good time. There's supposed to be some more uh, things getting back to the basics with writing and stuff. I think people are uh, going to be coming out. Uh, to talk about that, so yeah, I, that's that's my that's my two cents. That's what I believe. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see I, what I happens. Think I think you're right. I think that that's what my gut's telling me. But also, they're they're making changes to make it as safe as possible because I think some people are afraid. Like some people, like some people are afraid of public events like that in general. Yes. But I mean, if you're if you're part of that community, there's I'm sorry to say, but the way society is, you know, these these people right. uh, have a hard time because people are just mean to them, right? Right. And I think they're doing a lot of things to make sure it is safe. Because, will, yeah, you know, I want definitely. I want all walks of life at this thing because all walks of life enjoy fandom. Exactly. Everyone's everyone's no. different, and everyone should embrace their differences and get together. And there's no reason why everybody can't get along. And this, to me, I think is a safe place to do that. And they've also, I think, they had mentioned that they're going to have quiet spaces too for you know if it for yeah, some people if it gets overwhelming, like that. they'll have an actual place to go. So so things are, are moving in the right direction, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Actually, uh, I'm I, I've been not. I have had issues with Keycon over the years for those exact reasons where they weren't really supporting, um, I don't know, the minority the right word, but not supporting people that have needs, I guess, and kind of, uh, they've, not intentionally so, but they've promoted uh, a 
and not promoted in an official capacity, but there's been a lot of hate and um, and groups that were belittling other groups and that sort of thing. And there, there was a lot of that going on in the past because it wasn't policed. It wasn't, uh, I mean, this is all new territory, I think, in general, like in the last 10 years, how, you know, it, it, it's okay, you know, society's more accepting of people that are different right. um, and that sort of thing. And we need to promote that sort of thing. And I don't feel that Keycon always get 100% behind it because sometimes they would swing too far the opposite way. Right. And they're promoting one group, but while doing that, they're disparaging another group. Like that's, but it, it feels like it's a balance now, and I'm, I'm very happy. Yeah, but I mean, I noticed the very first con I went to, I noticed that there's a lot of people, um, like, and you know, growing up, you know, when you're doing the superheroes and comics and stuff, you know, you're a geek and whatnot, and then they kind of shun you or, or make fun of you and whatnot. And and this is just like this is everyone that's there. It's like people. I mean, hey, you got comic books, you got uh, you got the people in the medieval stuff, the people larping, you got people, you know, every every aspect of of. <sighs> I don't want to call it geekdom, but just every aspect of, of the nature of, of, of that is all encompassing in, in that one area. And, and everyone was comfortable in their own skin. They looked relaxed. They weren't like, you know, trying to yeah. trying to put on a face and, and, you know, trying not to be part of a group because they felt different. Everyone was the same. It was everyone's it's like a carte blanche. It's like everyone's in dream, you know, when you're in dream mode yep. and, and you know you're in dream mode. And then it's like, I don't care. And nothing matters yeah. because I'm sleeping, right? Yes. There's no reality. Yeah. It's almost like that. Yeah. You're in a dream state. You're you're in an area with, with all these people, and everyone's dreaming at the same time. And there's there's nothing. It's just you're there to enjoy yourself. That was beautiful. Well, thank you. Well, <laughs> I like that. That's that's very true. And I've never seen this before. And when when they do the um, people dressing up and whatnot, I mean, you have adult people that are dressing up, and and some places are you know like eh, like larping and stuff. People kind of look at it and go like, you know, what are they doing? That's their interest. It's no different than if you like guitar or if you like any other thing. If you like flying planes, everyone has their thing, right? But you want to yeah. be in a place where everyone's, you know, I mean, not everybody gets along all the time everywhere, but this this is probably the closest uh, closest thing I've I've ever experienced of it. For those for those that that try to, to make fun of people that are larping or cosplaying and that sort of thing. How many people dress up head to toe in their favorite sports team's gear? That's absolutely no different. So yeah. if someone's a you know a big Winnipeg Jets fan or Bombers fan or Oakland Raiders or whatever, and they're always decked out in their in the sports gear, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and you're the people that's you're the person mocking someone that dresses up like Princess Leia or yeah. Luke Skywalker or Spider Man or Wonder Woman or whatever. Yeah, like that's, you're, <laughs> you're being a hypocrite. Yeah, well, I mean, if if you if you got a jersey on because you know your favorite player has that jersey, what are you doing? You're basically dressing up like that person, right? It's no worse than dressing up like Batman or or, or whoever. Well, yeah, same thing. Same thing, just a different piece of material that you're putting on. That's that's the only yeah. thing in the interest. That's yeah. that's all. Yeah. 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 Be tolerant, people. Yes. We're, we're, all, we're only here for a short time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, this coronavirus or whatever they call it nowadays is uh is, is going to be kind of nipped in the bud at some point. I hope. Hopefully, we're we're getting there. Yeah. I mean, so, they're doing a lot of things to, to better, to, you know, to, to work towards fixing it. So it's like, uh, well, I mean, if, if you know somebody who's been affected or, or, or God forbid, has, has passed on or whatnot, um, I mean, when you look at life in general, we're only here for a short time. Um, why be, you know, enjoy yourself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Alan exactly. says, be kind to people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why not? It's not going to hurt. Doesn't yeah. cost nothing. Everyone feels nope. good. It's a win-win. Yeah. Like go go to your significant other, whatever that may be, whatever gender they may be, mm-hmm. whatever your preference may be, go over and tell them you love them. Yeah. Just go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. That's, that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Now on now you you asked me to pick a topic. Yeah. 
Okay, so I've written down one, two, three, four, five, six. I've written seven topics down, and I think we may have actually covered a couple, but you know what? I'm going to get you to pick a number from one to seven. Oh, I like this. And then we'll go with the topic that I have written. And if for some reason it's something we've already done, then we'll skip it and we'll do another number. Yep. I like it. Okay. Okay, so one to what? Seven? One to seven. Let's go seven. Seven. That's my birthday. My lucky number. The story of the lion sleeps tonight. Ooh. Okay. So, okay. So now I think this was your topic. Yes, it was. Now, I, I have actually watched a comedian talk about this song. So I'm not too sure if this is oh, the same. Okay. If this is the same thing that you're going to talk about, but uh, you go, you go ahead. Well, the Lion Sleeps Tonight is one of the most profitable songs in the existence of music. Really? Uh, in terms of the amount of plays it gets, like on radio, uh, but also in every form of media, like it's included on, you know, in television, on commercials, in video games. Um, uh, in multimedia products, uh, it shows up everywhere. It's one of those songs that it's available. Uh, I mean, a, tra- a, a trading cards, and uh, greeting cards, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. It's one of the most profitable songs in the history of man. It's like top ten, I believe. Right. And um, the, I, I don't have all the notes in front of me, so I'm going to go by memory as best as I can. But uh, part of the song, and do, do we do we know what song this is, Todd? Do you do, do you remember the one? The whole thing there, yep. bum bum away, mowing mow up, mowing mow, yeah. Okay. Um, I was using the Lion King, I believe. Um, but anyway, the uh, part of the song was written, and I might be getting the country wrong, but it was, I, I think it was South Africa, or one of the African, uh, one of the, uh, somewhere in Africa, I think it was South Africa. But someone wrote, and I don't know which part it was, but I think it was the Boeing, Moa, Boeing, like that part. Mm-hmm. I think that was written in South Africa. And I'm probably getting some of the, some of the, some of the stuff wrong, but the, the general gist of the story, the, there's a moral to the story, I guess. Um, is so the, the the African fella that came up with the uh, that hook, um, he sold it to someone that was down in Africa, and he sold it for like I don't know something like two hundred bucks or you know something along those lines. He just signed the rights over to this person that was traveling down there. Was it Lebo M? <laughs> Lebo M? Well, I'm, just, I'm I'm looking at the actual the lyrics for it, and it says here the lion oh, sleeps oh. tonight. But I don't know if that's a person who wrote this. Uh... Well, if the person's name is on on the uh, written by, that's publishing rights. He's a so they would be, but I don't. He, he sold it off to somebody, so his name would no longer be in the credits. I believe is how that works. Okay, this is what it says for his name. I think this has to do with the Lion King, but I'm not sure. It says Libo Hang, which is Libo M. Moraki, I guess, is a South African okay. producer and composer. He arranged and performed music for the Lion King films and stage productions. So this, where it says lyrics here, I think he just. I don't know if they put his name on it for for any particular reason, but, um, yeah, anyways, um, I'm gonna look up at Wikipedia, that'll, that'll probably yeah, be somewhere. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a whole, there's actually, doc, I believe there's also a documentary on, uh, on it, I think, on the whole, but what happened was, so there was that part of the song, and then there was a, that part right. is, was written by someone else, I believe, and then there was the general, uh, part of the song, uh, in the jungle, the mighty jungle, like, that whole thing was another part. So I, I believe the final version of the song was the combination of those three. Ah. So, but the person that recorded it and that bought it, I think he might have actually like wrote the song and sold the rights away as well. Because back then, in the 50s, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of people that didn't own the publishing to their songs at all. And they would sell their songs away. So, you know, just for like, I'll take a lump sum on this. And then someone gambles on, okay, I'm going to buy this song. And I'm going to gamble mm-hmm. by buying this song and owning the, the rights, the song as if they had written the song. Um, 
on the gamble that, hey, maybe I can make something of it. I can get somebody to record it. I can, you know, get, uh, I'll get Elvis Presley to record it or something. And then <laughs> if Elvis makes sells a lot of records off of it, the writers or the people that own the writer's rights, I guess, would make a crap ton of money off of it. Right. I wish we had the Invisible Man here. He, he knows a lot about this stuff. Uh, he's one of those pod, uh, podcaster uh, guys. Uh, but anyway, so the, the person that wrote, the, the original people that wrote the song, they didn't make any money off of it. And the publishing rights, oh, I'm trying to remember how this goes now. Publishing is 50. If you have the publishing rights, I think you get like 75 cents on the dollar sort of thing. If you have, if you have the publishing rights, and okay. you wrote the song. Mm-hmm. But if you only wrote the song, I think you only get like 25 percent or so if there's like or if there's like two writers you get 50 percent or you get 25 percent of 50 percent and if you have the publishing rights i think you get like i don't know the math but you, you get more the publishing is the distribution of it and all that sort of stuff and if you own the publishing rights of it i think you pay the there we go <laughs> you you yeah <laughs> we gotta pay that guy 30 cents that's uh the tokens yeah that's the name of the band oh the tokens yeah so anyway, there's a long convoluted history, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably getting some of this information right, but in the end, if you've written something, uh, you've written a piece of music, do make sure that you copyright your music. Do make sure that you show that you, um, like when you upload your stuff to like uh, Spotify and that sort of stuff, and you're, you're setting up your account that loads it up to Spotify and Apple Music and Google Music and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. um, be sure that you've got your everything figured out on that front as to who owns that music and who owns the publishing. It's always good to have a publishing company. It doesn't take much. Create a publishing company, and they're the ones that are responsible for the dispersion of dispersion of uh, funds for that song that you wrote. So, start a publishing company. If you write if you write music, start a publishing company, and then own the music because there's there's so much money that can be made in music, although less nowadays. But if you have a, one song, there, there's a couple of bands I know of, um, but like Moby's a great example. He licensed. He had one album, and every single song on that album was licensed to movies and or commercials and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he made, even though the album sold like 4 million copies, which if you had a record label, that doesn't pay you very much money. But the, the licensing rights, he owned his music. And um, when you license your stuff out to, to movies, you make a crap ton. It only takes one song to make someone rich mm-hmm. if, it's, you know, if it's sold right. right. But if you only own, if you don't have the publishing rights to it, you're getting even less. Like half of that, I believe is how it works. That's not so, Copyright your stuff, own your music, own your publishing, the publishing of your music as well. So if someone wants to license your song, they got to go through your publishing company, and hopefully you're the publishing company. And uh, you can license songs through the publishing company, and, every, and you can make money. It's like double dipping, I guess, in a way. But you're getting all your money that way, or most of your money. So the first step Don't would... Sorry. No, I was going to say, so the first step would be to start your own publishing company. Yeah. Okay, so that would entail... Now, do you have to have like a business, a business number, and all that stuff, or how do you how do you go about doing that? That's a good question. Okay, no, I thought I thought you had that answer. That's why. No, I don't <laughs> so, have that answer. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, this is what you do. Uh, so I guess um, I guess Google is your friend at that at this juncture. Um, but there's how to do there's it. also though, like if you're if you're gonna upload nowadays, people upload their music to streaming services and that sort of thing. I, I don't think it's very much. I, I just set it up, but there's lots of tips. You know, if you're going through um, uh, DistroKid or or uh, CD Baby or any of those things. They, there's, they have lots of information on how to do that. Um, so you keep the rights to your music. There's, there's a whole bunch of different. Just don't don't ever sell your song and say, hey, I'm, I want to buy your song for 200 bucks and just sell it. Don't do that. It's very dangerous. If someone is willing to pay you money for your song, 
then you kind of have to step back and go, wait a second, how how good is this song really? And and how much, you know, sure, I get 200 bucks right now, but that's fine. They promote the song, and all of a sudden they're making $200,000. So you have to kind of, you have to kind of do your research. But I mean, The idea with, with publishing is you want to basically lease your song for people to play. Right. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there's publishing houses you can go through where they would do it for you, but I mean, it's going to cost you uh, money. To well, do the publishing houses would then get you 50% of the song. Yeah, so you're better off doing it yourself. Yeah. But it's just a matter of I mean, setting it up for yourself. Yeah, setting up the publishing is, uh, I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe we could research this a bit more, but, but yeah, so I mean, the story, that, look, look it up on Wikipedia, and look up the story of the Lions Leaf tonight, and, it, and it's a, a sad lesson in um, writing, you know, one of the most popular songs of all time, and I believe, like, the one writer, you know, died in poverty, um, you know, he I think he was living in a hovel or something. Like he had no money. Right. And here's, you know, here's this, this song generating millions of dollars a year. Millions of dollars a year it was generating back in those days. Mm-hmm. And it still generates revenue every single year to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like this guy could have been on Easy Street and died penniless. It's just, makes me angry. People is always, someone's always going to try to take advantage of somebody. So this was recorded in 1939. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What, what does the Wikipedia entry say there? Well, it says, it open? Yeah, it says, Lion Sleeps Tonight is a song originally written and recorded by Solomon Linda under the title M-B-U-B-E. Oh, it's M-B-U-B-E or, uh, for the yeah. South African Gallo Record Company in 1939. Then mowing Bow Up, Mowing Bow Up, that was the original, whatever whatever you said there, M-B, whatever. Oh, that's... That's what it was, it was originally called, named after that. Okay, so then it says, uh, Linda's original was written in Zulu, while the English version's lyrics were written by George David Weiss. Uh, the song was adapted and covered internationally by many pop and folk revival artists in the 50s and the 60s, including the Weavers, Jimmy Dorsey, uh, Yamas Sumak, Miriam okay. Makiba, and the Kingston Trio. In 1961, it became a number one hit in the United States as adapted in English with the best-known version by the doo-wop group, The Tokens. It went on to yep. earn millions in royalties from cover versions and film licensing. Just like you said, if you can, <laughs> if you can do that, you're set. Uh, the pop group... Yep. Tight fit and a number one hit in UK with a song in 1982. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I remember, my God, I remember that song uh, when it. Uh, well, everybody knows that song. When it I first heard it, like where were? Do you remember when you first heard the song? How old you were? Oh God, probably like three or four years old. I'm sure. No, but like your conscious memory. <laughs> conscious memory? Yeah. No, like probably around that age because I remember singing it when I was just a kid. Yeah. When I was like just like Abby's age, I remember singing that song. It was as common it was, like, as one of the a, first songs I learned. It's probably common as a lullaby back then. Yeah, it was very common. I think we had it on. Uh, was that a forty-five? I think probably, we, yeah. I think we had it on yeah, a forty-five, I and I remember playing it. Yeah, Mom can confirm, but I'm sure we must have had that on a forty-five. Yeah, yeah, definitely was a, a staple back then, and obviously still to this day. And with the Lion King, yeah. now I'm not too yeah. sure if the new Lion King has it on it, or if it, this was just the um, the original. I, I have not seen the new Lion King yet, so uh, we're going to be watching it soon. Yeah. Um, I have a problem with the new Lion King is that, you know, the original Lion King you saw in theaters, you know, and all these kids are going to go see, but I, the new one's too realistic to the point that I don't know if kids want to see the new Lion King. People, I mean, like kids, kids... Kids like my kids' age. Kids like to see cartoons. Yeah. Or, okay, sorry. Kids used to want to see cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, at least when we were younger. Anything that was real life was like, okay, whatever. This is more like a movie, like any other type of movie. But me, it was, yeah. you know, back in the day, it was, it was Bugs Bunny and uh, the Roadrunner show and Walt Disney, and it was all cartoons, like Donald Duck and, you yeah. know, the whole, the whole shebang. But, and then when Disney came out with all their movies uh, yeah. on VHS, when they all came out, like a lot oh, yeah. and everything, and they all had, you know, come out in surround sound. I remember Dad one time, I, I had just I purchased a surround sound system. And uh, 
and mom and dad had come over and they were watching the Lion King. And of course, dad had never, you know, surround sound. What's that type of thing? So there's yeah. those speakers behind him and the ones in front. And I think, when was it now? I think it was, uh, it was Aladdin. Something came out of the sand. It was like a big uh, lion or something. And then it opened its mouth and everything was just kind of, and all the sound came up from behind him and startled the crap out of him. He didn't know what was going on. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. But now with the animated one, because we we did, um, we did a versus game uh, not long ago uh, and we we saw the intros for both. And um, we did notice that the, the old one showed way more of the movie than the new one. We might have to, we might have to pause everything. I'm actually getting gas. We're going to do this live. <laughs> You're going to get gas live? Yeah, hang on. Hang okay. on. Okay. Hang on. Put the spigot in the gas tank. Can you fill, hi, can you fill in regular? Fill in regular? Yeah. Yeah, I'll pay inside. I don't even know if I want Uh, yeah. You're on pump number 12. Thank you. Can you hear me? That's... Put in my headphones in. Pump number 12. <laughs> right. Sorry about that. Did you, did you catch all that? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. you're, you're at pump number 12. Pump number 12. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, cause I, I, I could hear your blinker earlier. I'm thinking, you're like an old man. It sounds like you've been driving with the blinker on for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's possible. It's entirely possible. Yeah. So songs in general, when you were younger, um, there's a couple of songs that every once in a while I'll, I'll kind of remember a couple of the lyrics of the song. And I've always tried to kind of look it up, but I could never find it. And there's And, oh, yeah. and it's only like... It's like four or five words, but it, it's got like the, the, the beat or the rhythm of the, of the song. And I'm sure the song was made probably, I would say, the 50s. And I got it playing in my head now, but there's um, something want to be with you, but it, it's got a weird, weird. Want to be with you? Is it newish? It's almost like a, it's like walking up the staircase and want to be with you, and it kind of goes up. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look it up. If I find it, I'll, I'll let you know. But Yeah, if you remember enough of the words. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look up, oh, who were the popular bands back in the 50s or 60s and, and try and kind of go through that. Who knows, it could have been the 40s because this was all like AM radio, uh, old, you know, old, old stuff from from when our parents grew up. So wow. I might hear on an oldies channel, maybe I'll go to like a 50s or 40s channel or something and maybe one day they'll play it and go, aha, there's the song. Because I remember hearing it at at Mimeo's, at, at, uh, at Mimeo's, I remember hearing it there. You have Shazam on your phone? Um, no. No? No. Because you can you can put that on and listen to the song and it'll tell you what it is. Shazam. Shazam. Hang on, I'm gonna pay. Get that. Sounds like there's oh, kids yeah. out there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. This is this is a live show. This is what happens when you when you're live. Anything can happen. People think I'm talking to myself. Oh, you have your actually. You know what? Um, whatever you're using today. Is good. Yep. It works. It works really well. It's not fading in and out like uh, some of the other podcasts that we've had. So you obviously, whatever your microphone you're using right now, um, if you're using a microphone, is working great. I am now, and I'm just. How, how are you paying for this transaction? Debit. Debit. No uh-huh. quarters and dimes and cash. I don't It'll think. I don't think anybody does anything with cash nowadays. No, there's no point. I mean, you see, I mean, you see people on the corners, you know, begging for money, and it's like, <sighs> I don't have any money, like, unless you know, you, you look in your dash or, or try and find some quarters. Uh, number twelve. Yes. Awesome, thank you, sir. 
Riveting, riveting, yeah. riveting. You, you can always edit this out if it's too old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Speaking of editing. There. So did you yeah, physically, so you physically got out of the car? I did, yeah. And went inside? Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> you can do interviews okay. on the way. <laughs> so, now, so now it's going to switch to my Bluetooth. Can you hear me? Yeah. So I drove through the city instead of the highway this time. That was a big difference in the, the audio quality. Okay. So now I'm going to the bank. <laughs> I'm going to the bank. Is this, the, is this a Winnipeg tour? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bank over here somewhere. Where's the bank? Uh, there's Demo. What, what street are you on? I'm on um, South, I don't know what street this is called. This is in uh, South uh, Winnipeg. Hey, what's this? Good Earth Coffee House? Ooh. Domino's Royal Bank. Haha, <laughs> I knew there was one here somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? You going through the drive-thru? Uh, they don't have one. No, they don't have one. Oh, on another note, I actually picked up another set of headphones yesterday. Did you? Yeah, someone had uh, someone for sale on uh, on Facebook uh, market- Marketplace. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, so now like, I have... Like a good one? Yeah, the same ones, the M- M40Xs. So I've got, uh, so I have three pair, and then you have one, and then we only have to worry about one other, one other pair of uh, headphones uh, when we have visitors. So I think we'll be all set. So I'm actually here to deposit a check. I got my Red River Co-op check. Oh, oh, actually, I've got mine on my desk here. Like I didn't even, uh, didn't even open it yet to see how much I got. It's usually about thirty bucks. Really? Oh. Well, usually. Well, I mean, it used to be more because when I lived in the south end of the city, but because I live so close oh, to... Oh, God, yeah. You don't drive at all. I, I barely drive now, yeah. The only time I spend more gas is when I go down to your end or, or if I'm more jamming. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, mine, mine's 130. Oh, oh there you yeah. go. Yeah. You spent a lot of money on gas. Uh, now, is that both of you together? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably why. I thought you doing a shitload of driving. Well, I do drive the highway to work every day, so it's not a far distance, but it's a fair amount of miles. Like, it's not a long drive, but it's a lot of kilometers. Use a bit of gas. But I only have to fill up. I fill up today, every Thursday, on the way home, because Sylvie's not... Um, the kids have, uh, kids have music or piano lessons. Right. Yeah. So once right. a week? Yep. And that's a matrix? Once a week. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm going in. Okay. <laughs> People are gonna think I'm weird and creepy. Who's he talking to? <laughs> now is this? So you're going to a bank machine, right? Yep. No envelopes. Hmm. Oh. Oh yeah, a lot of them don't even use envelopes anymore. I noticed that one time I had a check. I think Mum had something she wanted deposited, and I put it in the machine, and it didn't need an envelope. You put it through, it scanned it, and it actually put in the amount on its own. This is crazy. Everything's all auto-deposit nowadays. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Although I can't get... Okay, banks now, I think, with the checks, if you take a picture of the check, you can actually cash it that way. And my bank has an app where I can do that, take a picture, but I tried to do it the other day, and for some reason it wouldn't work. Oh, it didn't like it. Uh Uh-oh. Not a beeping going on. Yeah, I didn't like it. Maybe put it in upside down. No, trying again. Okay. This is too crinkly. Oh, God. It's like those things with the cash. Oh. Oh. 
try to put the oh. cash in, and if your if your dollar bill isn't perfect, it just spits it back out. But just for future, check out if your bank has an app. You don't even have to deposit it. You can just take a picture of it and they'll deposit it for you. Weird. <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. Yeah. Okay, back in the car. It's pretty wild. Technology today. Oh, so it's going to bounce back to my Bluetooth. Now it's on my Bluetooth. There you go. Now, now, what's my bottom end or my high end? What am I now? Uh, you're very trebly. Very trebly. So if I do this, hang on. What about now? Now you've got more bottom end, a little more muffled, but 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 good nonetheless. So this is better. Um, you know what? It will come out in the recording the way that I'm hearing it. So you'll be able to tell by yourself, although I would say you have less volume when you're going Bluetooth and it's a ah. little more, there's a little more trouble to it. Um, okay. But when you're going with the mic, there's a little more bottom, but it's not as crisp, it's not as, as crisp, but it, right. but this, this works. I was going to say tonight. You know what? I was, I was going to say something. I forgot what it was now. I kind of lost my train of, train of thought. Um, well, all that action. Yeah. Well, going into the, we were talking about checks and cashing them, uh, oh, yes. just taking pictures of them. Oh, I was going to, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, I, we, I don't know if we discussed this before, but I mean, you'll notice, and, and people have, and I've heard other people say the same thing, and I think I've even read it in a couple of different places, but it seems, you have one of those Google things at home, right? Have one of those what, sorry? Uh, Google or Alexis or, or yeah. whatever they're called, depending on, on who you're going through or Siri. Um, yes, we uh, were given a free one. Yeah, so I got a Google Mini, right? Yeah, I have the same one as you guys, I saw yours, I just, that's what I have at home. Right. Now... Whether I'm home or I'm at work, for some reason, you could just talk about something, and all of a sudden it shows up on your Facebook. I've yeah. had instances where I'm just thinking about something, <laughs> and it'll pop up for some reason. Um, but it'll be cross. It'll, it'll cross. Like if I'm looking at something on my phone, and then when I go to Facebook on my laptop, I don't know what kind of algorithm they're using or how this happens, and it's too coincidental to be a coincidence. Like it's too... And, and other people have said the same thing. You could be talking about something and it'll show up. I mean, I know if I look at Canadian Tire and I look at something, bang, a Canadian Tire thing will pop up on, on Facebook as an advertisement. Now, yeah. if, if you have that type of technology where you can do that, can you imagine what they're doing with your information? Because your information is worth a lot of money to a lot of people. All the money is in information, yeah. Yeah, and, and you hear about corruption in the government, and you hear about corruption in, in, in companies, and you hear corruption about... And back in the day, the only time you would hear about that if it was in the news. Now with multimedia, you know what, someone farts, you know, one of celebrities farts, the whole world knows within five minutes, right? Because it's advertised yep. everywhere. And, and, and just the power of, of having that. I mean, you could have someone who, I don't know. Uh, and to make it, I just want to add to that point, that if you actually looked up, you heard about Alec Baldwin was caught farting in public, and you actually look up that headline, <laughs> the ad on your Facebook for the next Facebook, Instagram, whatever, do you have upset stomach? Do you need relief? Bean or gas Yeah, you're going to get all those ads popping up. But anyway, go on. Yeah, watch. I'll, I'll log in. Hold on. I got, I got Facebook open here. Let me, let me, uh, they probably heard what I said. So if I refresh and I go home and look at advertisements, I'm sure there's going to be some Beano or something going on. Yep. Um, no. These are all people. I guess there's no... Oh, crisp minis. No, I wasn't talking about that. But this is a paid... Yeah, they're putting all their stuff on here. But it looks like, demogra like your demographic. Yeah. 
Now, like, like I said, that you've done, and things that you may think about are going to be based upon previous decisions you made. They might not be directly related, but yeah. algorithmically, yeah. Um, they can make that connection. Yeah, and I am certain, I am very certain that they're probably doing stuff with your private information that you're not aware of, and the oh, government sure. is not aware of, because the government is corrupt. Uh, businesses are corrupt. Big big corporations. Everyone's covering their ass. They're not going to do dick all to them because they're too big. And who's going to you know who's going to stand up to them, right? So they're going to do whatever they want. And if someone takes your information on Facebook or whatever, um, what recourse do you have? What, yeah, man. Like, seriously, what Facebook recourse here. do you have? Unless you have a coalition behind you um, and actually policing this. Because I think the government's kind of seen that, you know what, these guys have a carte blanche and they can do whatever they want. It's like, no, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> uh, you've got personal information. You have um, you have a, a, I say an obligation, but, you, you know, morals, <laughs> or however you want to put it. Um, to try and keep your private information. That, I mean, that's that's where all the tinfoil hats, I think, have come from, where they're saying, no, they're, everyone's listening. Everyone knows what you're doing, where you're going, uh, and what's going to happen to you before you even know. So all these cons- conspiracy uh, theorists. Anyway, that's my privacy anyway. rant. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And I'm home. And you're home. Yeah. There you go. Sweet. I am home. Yeah. I'm, and we're going to go kill some zombies. Oh, my God. There's my wife. Hi, wife. Is she killing zombies already? No. No. They just, they just got home. Okay, I'm going to hang up. All right, then. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. See ya.